Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 513, recorded live on Sunday, May 21st, 2017. And here are your hosts, the man who's been sunk into Factorio, Dave Pillay. Hi! And the man who's been sunk into StarCraft, Andy Lowe. Hi. The original? The original. Just I playing through it again? Suck at it, it seems. Really? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I feel like I used to be better at this, but I just... I... Against... Like the campaign against the campaign the AI. And, uh, campaign and AI. Like no joke, the the campaign. I'm stuck on the last Terran level. I have not been able to beat it, and I've been trying at it. You know, cheat codes. Well, yeah, I know the cheat codes. Yes, I know. I could type in there is no cow level and be done with it and move on. But I don't want to do that. You you want to beat it legitimately? Yes. Uh, last Terran level, that was one of the, like, survival ones, right? No, uh, you're stuck on the bottom of the level, and there's this ion cannon on the upper part of the level that you have to destroy, and the, uh, other Terran bases are already established, like, all their stuff is already built, so I've been trying to do this, like, basically end around through, you have two Terran bases, one of them's very entrenched and established so i don't even touch that one because that would be ridiculous the other one is um not so much established so i can easily destroy that one i'm trying to go up to the upper thing there but oh my god all the ghosts that do lockdowns and then they've got the uh you gotta bring some science vessels with you man i know it's the sign yeah i know but then they lock down the science vessel and i'm like well son of a bitch <laughs> you have two waves of science vessels yeah it's one of those things you, where it's you like, need I a have lot. To... You need more than one because they, they lock down the one and then you're like, well, shit. Yeah, that's what the uh, scanning is for. Yep. And, you know, I get close to destroying the ion cannon and all of a sudden this massive waves of Goliaths and siege tanks and ghosts come in here and it's just like, well, shit. And then all of a sudden, you know, suddenly four uh, battle cruisers suddenly show up at my base and I'm like, well, fuck. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, I got to get this done in a half hour. Otherwise, you know, they're going to come after me and it's not going to be pretty. I made a digital display. In the game? In the game. I made a, a series of uh, three by five lights and wired them into a network and created a an, a, an alphabet of signals. And based on the input, it actually displays, the light will display a number. And what's that going to do? What do you mean, what's that going to do? It displays a goddamn number. (laughs) Yes, but what's the... Yes, you're displaying a number, but what is the point of the number? Because I can hook it into the the network of all my stuff and say, like, I wonder how much oil I currently have. Oh, I can look at the map and see a damn number. Can't... Isn't there, like, part of the heads-up display that tells you the amount of oil that you have? Yeah, if I go and hover over one of the oil canisters, but that's it'll tell me per uh, canister. It'll oh. tell me per per tank. This can just tell me because I can wire all the tanks together and then wire it to this. Now I could still do that, but you, it's this is just cooler because I could wire all the canisters, all the tanks together, and then wire that to like an electric pole, and then the electric pole because it's receiving that signal would display it on the screen. But this way I can actually just look at the screen and not hunt for a goddamn pole. Gotcha. I also made, I don't remember if I mentioned last time, I made a, uh, a, a controller for a nuclear reactor. So in the game there are nuclear reactors and you put fuel cells in the reactor and they generate heat like a nuclear reactor. But the, the fuel cell is going to get consumed whether or not you're using the heat that it's producing. So you don't want to keep it constantly stocked. You only want to put in fuel cells as needed. And so I made a a rather advanced controller with an SR latch and got it to insert two fuel cell when it gets below a certain threshold. And then that's it. (laughs) Combined, those two projects took me over 15 hours. Have you ever looked at what jobs are available in industrial design? No, because I don't know anything about industrial design. Did you just go over the previous like one minute of what you've just made? Andy. Yes. I made those in a video game. <laughs> you get to do that by placing things on a screen. You know what happens when I screw up? You get to delete it. I undo it. <laughs> or I restore a save point. That said, this is I, I think that like I think your dad would be interested in this game. 
just on the the sheer theoretical level of like matching throughput and um, you know getting the perfect ratios of I need this many production for this many production for this many production. Maybe yeah. Every t- <laughs> it's funny you bring that up. Every time you look at it, it's just like yep. That's uh, that's what I used to do on a grander scale. Yep. It's a really fun game, though. So, StarCraft, you're having trouble getting past the last Terran mission. Yep. I bet you there's a walkthrough. There probably is. But I bet the you other... there's a, like, build this many of this and this many of this, and don't forget to defend against this, and the computer's going to do this. Yeah, there probably is. The other odd thing, though, is um, I can't do shift commands. Like hold shift and right click? Yeah, so you could, you know, queue up a Chain bunch things of things. together. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be working, and I'm not sure why. Was that was that in StarCraft? That yeah. had to be in StarCraft. Yes. Yes. I vaguely remember that. Yeah, queuing buildings. To do this, simply hold shift every time you place an additional building. Your work will add them to your to-do list. It's not working for me. Well, that sucks. I know, which is... <laughs> Part of my problem is the fact that, you know, I'm watching, I think I swear I at some point broke out some YouTube videos of this and I'm watching the guys like, you know, shift, click, shift, click, shift, click. And I'm sitting there going like, yeah, I'd love to do that. That and most of the videos out there for the original StarCraft walkthrough, the guys aren't really explaining what they're doing. They're just doing it. Doing it. So you have to watch very carefully. Unfortunately, they're also probably doing it very fast. Yeah. Game speed cranked all the way up. Well, not just the game speed, but them. Yeah. Like, they are, they are physically moving very quickly. A lot of APM. Starcraft. You know what APM is, right? Nope. Actions per minute. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, somebody's beat the min- the level in, like, six minutes. Holy Jesus. How? Six minutes? I'm lucky to get, like, a handful of Marines. I know. That's one of those things where it's like, how? Like, oh, you just SCV rush. Doesn't work. It's on a floating platform. What's on a floating platform? The ion cannon. So you actually have to either a you know drop your guys off on the island or come yep. in there with battle cruisers. Ah, or wraiths. <coughs> True. You can just get a bunch of wraiths, drop them in. I haven't tried wraiths. I thought it'd be the best thing there is to just blow out enough of the um, missile turrets to get a um, ghost in there and nuke it. I just haven't gotten to that yet. That's usually a pretty good tactic as well. Yeah. Nuking is fun. I'm building nuclear missiles in, in Factorio now as well. But that's just crafting. That's not... You don't need to worry about building, like, all the circuitry for that. No. I also well, have to I'm figure sorry. out at some point... I'm not sure, but one of my Chrome extensions is messing with YouTube right now. Messing with YouTube how? Well, I clicked on the YouTube... I went to YouTube.com. I clicked on one of the videos, and then it opened up, but all it is is literally a black screen on a white background. Uh, it sounds like that's the HTML5 autoplay. All right, so let me disable that guy. Commander, there it is. Okay, I got to remember that. But I've also got no comments... On the video? Yeah. Is that a bad thing? Uh, oh, smart video for YouTube. There we go. Okay. I'll have to go through that later. But at least, yeah. I, hey, I can watch videos again. <laughs> Huzzah! How long couldn't you? Past couple of days. Oh, well then. I just you know I've been busy with other things. Yep. Like still trying to for... uh, clean up from that ransomware attack. Did you, did you get hit by it? No, I didn't, but... Um, I had to make sure that all of our servers were updated, which some of these servers hadn't been updated since, um, well, fun fact, some of our servers are still running Windows 2000. Oh, oh my. Some of our servers are still running Windows XP. Some of our servers are still running Windows 7. Some of our servers are still running Windows 2008. And our new ones are running, uh, 2012, which even at this point is five years old, um, but yeah, no. So I had to make sure that all of them were updated. And a lot of them, like, you know, hadn't been touched. There was one that hadn't been touched since 2011. So it's like, wow, six years of no updates. I should probably update this thing. Yeah. God damn, how'd they get so out of date? Nobody's touched them. They've just been sitting there behind our impenetrable firewall doing one specific job and nothing else. So it's like, okay. You know, I set up the the thing where you know it will tell me hey there are updates available but it'll let me update them yes these are all servers from before i was around so it's like okay you know i gotta i gotta get a new uh gotta get a new plan set up Mm -hmm. so yeah the uh some of the results of that massive uh wanna cry or wanna crypt or whatever they call it now i think they just call it w cry now i usually hear it as wanna cry 
Uh, it turns out majority of the computers that were actually affected by it, Windows 7 X64 edition. Uh, that's the OS that I'm running. Yeah. Okay. But if you had if you had Windows Update automatically... I, I do update my security. Yeah, yeah. Then you have no problem. No. It's all the ones that didn't Thankfully. update. I thought the big hit was the XP users. No. Uh, it turns out most of the, the XP users, I don't even think, are really on the list. Now, this is just Kaspersky doing their, you know, check. Based on the data that they, they got from their customers? Yes. Okay. So, maybe it's just that people running XP aren't using Kaspersky Labs. True. But Kaspersky got the info and said, hey, it's mostly Windows 7 machines. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's uh there are fixes out for it now, by the way. Yes, Microsoft. Uh, yeah, that was that was a good thing. Where I'm sitting there going, like, all right, am I going to have to pull these XP computers off line because Microsoft doesn't support XP anymore? Well, no, I I mean like not even just the patches for it. There's a fix for it for the you've been infected. Here's how to get your files back. Oh, well, I haven't had that problem yet. So yeah, well, you you have your patches. Yes, I have my patches, and I also do daily backups of most of anything important. Yep. Man, I I still think that putting it in and setting it with a delay for like 48 hours so that the daily backups cache it. Well, there's one that, um oh, I was reading about this. It's not the WannaCry one, but it uses some of the same exploits as WannaCry. Mm-hmm. It actually has a 24-hour delay built into it. Yeah. We had talked about that, remember? Yeah. yeah no, there's one out there right now. If you put in a right delay now, like that, that it means that it goes into the, the daily backups. Mm-hmm. And so when you try to restore from your backup, it's still there. Yeah, at that point, I'd have to do a, I think I do a system restore point every Friday now on some of these things. It's like, if I know there's so a problem if, and I run the backup and the backup doesn't work, it's like, okay, we're going back to last Friday. But but what if it's been there since last Friday? Oof. Then something was seriously wrong. What if it's benign for like two weeks and then just all at once they hit? So you you read about how this thing got neutered, right? Um, no, no, I did not. So part of the ransomware was that um uh okay so uh in the in the code for WannaCry um when it infects a computer it first reaches out to a certain random looking web address apparently as part of a check that it's not running in a sandbox environment which security researchers used to test yada 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 if WannaCry connects to a valid server at that specified domain the ransomware assumes it's under scrutiny and goes dormant. So it's a kill switch built into there that goes to some random URL. Okay. Well, somebody started digging through the code, found that URL, and registered it. Because <laughs> it wasn't registered to anybody. So he registered it, put the correct, you know, kill command on that server. So then, you know, anybody knew who got, you know. Who was infected. Yeah. It, you know, it, it just... phoned home. It's like, oh, nope, kill command. Turn off. Okay. Turn off. Turn off. Don't do anything. Oh, that's hilarious. So what's going on now is, you know, that uh, that Internet of Things botnet? Uh, yeah. Miria. Vaguely. Uh, um, they're currently using Miria to try and DDoS the kill switch domain to try and turn it back on again. Really? Yes. Oops. That's... See, I had, I had been under the impression that, like, the, the folks behind WannaCry had essentially abandoned it because they were under such scrutiny. Like, that, the, the whole thing was so amateurish that they didn't realize what they were going to get into. Well, there, there were, yes. There was a lot of amateurish things about this in there. I've read a couple articles going, like, why did they do this? Why did they put a, a URL kill switch in there, you know, and not, you know, have it set up so where they could actually control it? Right. The fact that, like, it's all going to two or three Bitcoin wallets instead of, like, hundreds of Bitcoin wallets or thousands of Bitcoin wallets. Yeah, supposedly they've only gotten, like, $90,000 or something out of this whole thing. Right. So it's interesting that they're trying to DDoS the kill switch. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's uh, that's uh, that's still going on. All right. But even with the kill switch and even if they do DDoS it, again, there there are, like, there are fixes, not just patches, but fixes. Yes. So even if you get hit with this thing, it's not the end of the world at this point. No. And I do have to say, this definitely has uh, made people in my company a lot more cyber uh, aware of what's going on. Kind of a little overkill. Like one of the guys was like, I got this Dropbox link. And I'm like, yes, that happens. <laughs> <laughs> Should I click it? 
well, does, you know, are you expecting a thing? And I'm like, he's like, I think so. And I'm like, all right, well, hover <laughs> over the link. Tell me where it goes. It goes to Dropbox. Okay, then yes, that's that's a Dropbox link. That's, that's probably what you want. Yeah. Oh. But uh, I think yeah, I can... How I'm long planning, is that going to last? I don't know. But I'm also planning on going around to everybody and talking about two-factor authentication with their email. So yeah. hopefully that uh, we don't get a bunch of the email spams from a bunch of people anymore. Man, we didn't have a choice. Our our security team essentially came to our staff meeting uh, like a year and a half ago and said, hey, we're turning on two-factor authentication. If you want to get your email on your phone, you must follow these steps. If you want to get email on Outlook Web Access, you must follow these steps. This is not a choice. The IT department, we did that. The IT department's like, yeah, no, we're all going to turn on two-factor authentication. That's like, I'm not sure if it's required because I know it wasn't required for anybody else. But it's like I came in and this was after, you know, somebody had spammed the company. There was like two or three people who had spammed the entire company because their email got hacked and somebody took the entire company wide mailing list and shot out spam emails. Yep. Went to all the managers. I'm like, this is not required, but I'm going to strongly suggest it. Nope. Nope. For us, it was like, this is now required. Yeah. Now that would be nice. But you don't think you could get away with that sort of mandate? Now I asked my boss about it, and he's like, nope, we cannot require them to. It is only a suggest. I don't know. Those, the, them's the rules. You should ask why not and see what the rule really is. If my boss says it's we can't do it, then we, we can't do it. It's just, I'm not going to fight that one. It's one of those things where it's like, yeah, no, I'll tell people. You know, it's a suggestion. All right. Heavily suggested. Yes. Like, you really, really want to do this. Yes. Okay. So, uh, what other news did we have from the previous week? Um, what did we have? I don't know. I haven't really looked through the topics yet. I found some NPD numbers for you. Ooh. If you want to go talk about those, they're about halfway down listed as some NPDs. Yeah, because they're, they're not, you know, not including Well, they're not doing the, the month-by-month and... re- reporting of it. No. Right, so those of you who, who have listened to the show for a long time will remember Andy's love of numbers. In particular, the NPD sales numbers. So how different video games and video game consoles are selling. And then they decided to go and neuter the numbers, and then I was sad. And then we stopped reporting on it. So uh, for the month of April, which had some, you know, pretty sizable things happen in it, um, $636 million reported. Oh, good. That's in up one year month. For- that's up year from year, so that's nice. In, in one month, half a billion dollars. Just just think about that for a little bit, right? Yeah. Just sit on that. Half a billion dollars. That's a lot of money. It's the first time the industry has experienced two months of consecutive growth since November 2015. Yep. The reason why? The Nintendo Switch. Yeah, probably. Well, no, the Nintendo Switch led hardware sales, and Microsoft Kart 8 and Legends of Zelda Breath of the Wind drove wait, wait. software I'm sales. I'm sorry. Th- Andy, stop. Andy, you, do, do you know what you just said? Because that was amazingly hilarious. You said it was the Switch and Microsoft Kart 8. Oh, I've got some... Would you like to try that again? Yes, Mario. There we go. Slightly different. Do, 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 do. Mario Kart 8. Yeah, I actually played that, um... The other week on a switch, yeah, on a switch. Where the uh, niece and nephew have a switch. What? Yeah, crazy. How was yeah, the switch? The controller was a bit weird, and also I was playing, you know, people less than ten years of age. Oh, so you kicked their ass? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it turns out I was playing on. Um, you c- you can set it for easy mode for younger kids where you can't actually drive off the track. Yeah, and your thing will automatically, you know, just keep going forward and straight so it's like oh you know i was playing on easy mode i didn't even realize it for the first race let me turn that off (laughs) (laughs) then things got slightly more complicated but no it was interesting it was fun makes me want to break out the super nintendo and play the original mario kart oh why because that was also fun it it is no longer a good game like just like original starcraft (laughs) right like it was fundamental it was huge but like really in today's standards, with everything else we've got, it, how is it? I'd suppose. 
Really? Mass Effect Andromeda is actually out? Uh, it's been out for a while. Wow, that... Now I see why they've said that they're going to hold off on any more new Mass Effect games. Yep. Because all I remember is people were making fun of the animation, and then it kind of just disappeared after that point. Well, that's because it came out, and, and people played it. And all the critics <laughs> played it. Check. So, speaking of gaming... Yeah? We got some other game news here. Uh, Destiny 2 is coming to the PC, and the platform where you can buy it is Battle.net. Huh? So, Blizzard Uh is using Battle.net, its infrastructure for, you know, chatting and everything else for all of its game, is now going to support Destiny 2 for the PC. Huh. Destiny 2 is Bungie. Yes. Owned by Activision? Yes. You sure? You sound uncertain on that one. Uh, published by Activision. So Activision is is finally recognizing that they have something, right? That's yes. What, that's what that is. They're finally realizing, like, oh, we have, like, this entire online architecture. Maybe we should use it. Yeah. Huh. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Like, Battle.net has always been Blizzard. Yep. Wait, I thought they weren't calling it Battle.net anymore. What the hell? Well, it's Battle.net. Yeah, I, I thought they weren't calling it that. Well, no, that's... I've still got that frickin' app on my desktop. It Every time I try and load up Hearthstone, that loads up as well. Yeah, uh, which, uh, fun they're fact... They're not calling it Battle.net anymore, right? Like, it was... They renamed it to Blizzard something. No, it's Battle.net. Yep. But I'll, I thought it... Okay, well, that's weird. Yeah, you know what was also weird is they gave out a free card in Hearthstone yesterday just for logging in. You didn't even have to play or anything. You just had to log in and you got a free card. It was very weird. Is it didn't that say, still active? No, it was just yesterday. Oh. Sorry. Well, thanks for letting me know. Sorry. It was one of those things I didn't know about it until like 8 o'clock last night where I'm just going through the news and all of a sudden it's like, oh, shit, I, I need to log up, on. <laughs> I was up at 8. Could have messaged me. Sorry. Just be like, hey, log on to Hearthstone for like one second. I'd be like, okay, let me remote into my computer and just log into Hearthstone for a second. So you got a free card. Yeah. For what no apparent reason. Literally, there is no reason for it. There's there have like, been have people posting. Yeah, it's a free card in Hearthstone and nobody knows why. Um, What card was it? I was some, uh, it was an epic, uh, six cost, four, four. Battle cry, if you control a minion with six or more health, draw two cards. Neat. Yeah, so it was just like, why that card? Why just one? And you why know, get it just why get for it, logging in? Just for logging in, yeah. I'm um, okay. Yeah. So no. Destiny Two will be using Battle.net. Yes. That's so weird to me. Yeah, I know. I I don't know. It's just weird. I I don't know what to say. Like why? I guess. I mean, Bungie, since they're no longer tied to Microsoft, they don't have Microsoft servers, but like Destiny has its own servers. Why does Destiny Two use Battle.net? Will that be on my list of games on, on Battle.net? Uh, yes, Just to make I do this thing so. even longer now? Like, I keep adding more games. I guess, like, can I hide? I can move them in the list, but I can't hide them from the list. So, like, World of Warcraft is always going to be there. Whether I'm playing World of Warcraft, whether I'm subscribed to World of Warcraft, it's always going to be in that list. You know, I should probably actually sign into Heroes of the Storm as well, now that I look at it, and get 20 heroes free. Yes, yes, you should. You should sign in, and you'll get all of your loot boxes, and you get to pick your your 20 heroes. You don't get 20 heroes. You get to purchase a pack that has 20 heroes in it. But I don't want to spend any money. How is that free? Because you get the the pack for free. Ah. But it's it's actually just that you might not get 20 heroes, because you might already have some of the heroes from the pack. Gotcha. Well, we'll find out. I haven't updated Heroes of the Storm in a while. (laughs) Uh, we, we've been playing it quite a bit recently. It's, it's fun. I like it. Some of the the characters are really very creative and very much feel like their source material. Oh yeah. No, that they've was added even a few when it Overwatch first started. Characters. Yeah. yeah. Well, they've added some Overwatch characters and the maps are just, they're so creative, right? They are yeah. not your typical MOBA push the lane, push the lane, push the lane. I think that's where they've done the most work is just different maps and different styles. All right, so I wonder if this is the start of a trend. Is this Activision recognizing, hey, we've got this battle.net <laughs> framework, we should just use this? It's one of the things where it's like, oh, yeah, we have Blizzard, don't we? <laughs> we we own Blizzard. Should we just use that? Like, <laughs> can we? 
Are we allowed to do that? Back to the numbers, Nintendo Switch outsold the PS4 and the Xbox One for two months in a row. Switches are still selling out. Yep. Damn. Yep. And I still have to then, pull my 360 out of the basement at some point. And the NES Classic is the number two console. <laughs> I'm still banking on that, that SNES Classic coming out this October. That's my guess. So other video game news. Uh, Facebook is teaming up with the eSports League. Which one? ESL. Oh, okay. Like the actual league named the eSports League. Yes. The actual. Well, I, are they actually called ESL or is it just... Oh, originally ESL. They're now just called... Or originally Electronic Sports League is now called ESL. They took the abbreviation as their name. Yep. I hate folks that do that. And I just... I Yeah. That said, I mean, we are the RA podcast, so, you know. Pots and kettles and such. Yeah, but at least we're not the RAP. Yeah, no, that would be weird. Did we, when we registered as a company, did we register as RA podcast? Uh, I'd have to look up the LLC. LLC lookup. We have okay. a company and we don't know the name of the company. I, I just want to point that out. We have, we have a company, but we don't know its own name. Yeah. Uh, nope, RA Podcast is not available. So yes, we signed up as RA Podcast. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of groups going specifically by their initials. And and also speaking of groups not knowing what they have. Yeah. Right, because we were just making fun of Activision. Be like, hey, we own Blizzard. Be like, hey, we, we own RAPodcast.net. Like, that's an actual company. RA Podcast. It's legit. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, Facebook is going to team up with ESL. They're going to stream content from Rank S competitions, which is Counter-Strike Go. Um, additionally, Facebook will stream an exclusive weekly 30-minute CSGO program that showcases the best players, upcoming talent, and competition highlights. Uh, ESL1 and Intel Extreme Masters events will also stream globally on ESL's Facebook network in English, French, Spanish, Portuguese, Polish, and German. So... By ESL, they mean CSGO. Yeah. And for Facebook, like, uh, a lot of odd news this week. Yeah. Crossovers that I would not quite expect. <laughs> um, Steam, more video game news. Steam and Steam games. Yes. We, we commented not too long ago about a series of games that were being produced that were garbage. Yes. Literally garbage. Like, the games were awful. There, there wasn't a game. The whole point was to get trading cards. Yes. So that they could give the game away to their own bots and then sell the trading cards. Yes. Uh, Steam is, well, Valve is is going to start trying to crack down on that. Yeah. So uh, now with trading cards, the game, uh, instead of starting to drop trading cards the moment they arrive on Steam, we're going to move to a system where games don't start to drop cards until the game has reached a confidence metric that makes it clear it's actually being bought and played by genuine users. <laughs> How do you figure that out? Well, I'm glad you asked, Dave, because the next paragraph explains that. The confidence metric is built from a variety of pieces of data, all aimed at separating legitimate games and players from fake games and bots. You might wonder why the confidence metric will succeed at identifying fake games when we weren't being successful at using data to prevent them getting through Greenlight. The reason is that Greenlight is used by a tiny subsection of Steam's total player base, producing far less data overall, which makes it more easily gamed. In addition, Greenlight only allows players to vote in comments so that data is narrow. Steam at large will allow players to interact with games in many different ways, generating a broad set of data for each game that makes identifying fake ones an easier task. So they're going to collect metrics. Yes. And check it against the entire player base instead of a subset of player base. Yes. And they think that they're going to get it. Yes, that's what they all think. All right. Well, best of luck to them. Which we'll see how that goes, you know, with like an ag legitimate indie hit is going to look a lot like, you know, a bot, a bot, you know, uh, I don't know. For the I first think there's still going to be differences. First off, the, the legitimate indie one is not going to be for like. 50 cents or 99 cents, right? It's going to be an actual game with an actual price. Second, people are, are going to play it and talk yeah, about it. True. And There's actually going to be like reviews posted, that sort of thing. Right. 
trending among friends, no surprise, Factorio. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> Just That's not even trending among friends. That's me. Do you have other friends who are playing that? Yeah, I've got a couple there that are actually playing that. Who? I don't know. I mean, I, I want to know so I can play with them. <laughs> You know how many friends I have on... Well, how many friends do I have on Steam? I don't know, Andy. How many friends do you have on Steam? View friends list. Well, I've got 36 friends who are currently online, and it won't tell me how many people are... Yeah, it won't tell me how many people are not online. What the what the frack, Steam? Yeah. Uh, 400 and... F- no, I've got 100 friends. You have 100 friends on Steam. I have 100 friends on Steam, yes. Where are you getting that number? Well, if you open up your Steam client... Yeah. ...and you go to your name... Yeah. ...and down, or, you know, activity, profile, friends. Okay. Oh, friends. I have 77 out of 450? Yes, because our Steam level allows you to have more and more friends. Oh, okay. So I have 77 friends. Yes. So you have more friends than I do. Yes. Okay. I have two blocked users. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. Who do you know that's playing Factorio? Send them to me. I'll have to go through the thingy. Okay. Want to play with them? I'm, uh, I'm, my base has gotten to be pretty big, and at this point, I have the choice of, like, do I continue to play and make it bigger, or do I restart with mods? Mods make the game so different. So, um, wow, okay, I actually just realized one of the articles I linked was back from February. Oops. Yeah, it was the Minecraft one. My bad. The Minecraft one? Yeah, Minecraft has sold over 122 million copies. Um, where, what, I'm looking through the links. I don't see it's the last that link. Okay. Don't worry about it, though, because, like I said, that's old news. Granted, yes, All 122 right. million copies. It's a lot of copies. That is a lot. 122 million is, is quite a bit. Yes. Do you, uh, do you know what Notch has been doing lately? No. What has he been doing lately? Hang on, hang on. I'm finding a good... How do I direct link to a tweet? Where is the... There it is. Bed tweet. I don't like this tweet. Share via direct... Copy link to tweet. That's what I want. (laughs) Of course. In case anybody's wondering, the link that he uh, gave me was all about Factorio. Notch has been playing a lot of Factorio. And streaming it, actually. He's been streaming it online on Twitch. If you scroll through his Twitter feed, like, he even has screenshots of Factorio. So, evidently, that's what he's been doing lately. I'm trying to think of his way of going off of that one, but I can't really. Um, Oh, other gaming news. Yeah. So, Disney used to have a mobile gaming department, right? But they realized... It wasn't working out for them, so they closed it down. Okay. The formal mobile games leader, Chris Heatherly, just got hired by NBC Universal to create a mobile games division of NBC Universal. So the like the guy who wasn't able to do it for Disney, yes, is getting another shot. Yes. All right, I'm I'm okay with that. It might not be his fault that it didn't work the first time. It might not be his fault. True. Right? Like there's there's many reasons why a game can fail, especially with a, a company like Disney. Right? They're going to have some pretty serious and and significant. Um, um, like layers of control. Okay, so the one difference I'm looking at this article, the one difference between the Disney one and NBC Universal's is right now NBC Universal will not build internal studios just yet. Right now they will work with just outside mobile game developers, which is what they're already doing. They've already sold a bunch of their um, IPs IP. to other developers. Because I know Kate played a Jurassic Park game for a while mm-hmm. and a Jurassic World game, and there were some other ones as well. I think there's like a Fast and Furious game out there. But still, I thought it was funny. It's like, yeah, you know, I tried this at Disney. It didn't work. And, you know, uh, it's another chance. Yeah. We're happy for that. It's not like this is Yui Bowl getting another movie. True. It's not like this is um, Peter Molyneux getting another game. Also true. Right. This is it's not like this guy has done catastrophic. Oh, my God, this is so awful stuff. It's just he he didn't succeed at Disney. And so he moved. (laughs) He literally basically moved across the street because Disney's offices are in Orlando. Yeah. NBC Universal's offices also in Orlando. Yeah. Uh, Not game news. Not game news. Yes. So game news news that is not game based. 
Yes. Um, all of Google I.O. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. There's so much coming out of Google I.O. Jeez. I, I kind of missed it all. Can you summarize it for me? Well, luckily, I have an article that has the... You could watch the keynote in just 10 minutes. It also has the top 10, you know, takeaways from that. So that, you know, they've... Okay. There's a new Google Assistant that can uh, glean more information from pictures that you take. Google Assistant is coming to the iPhone. Google Home is turning into a home phone, just like Amazon Alexa. Oh, we also didn't talk about Alexa getting a a monitor, a screen. Oh, yeah, the Alexa video. I forgot about that. Or not, it was the Echo Look or something? Yeah, I think Echo Look. Alexa, order me an Echo Look. (laughs) Confirm. You don't, have, you don't have an Echo. What are you doing? Trying to get yours to work. I wear headphones. I'm, you know, just just for the future. Also, anyone, oh, shoot, anyone else who's listening. <laughs> Great job, Dave. <laughs> eh, we've talked about it enough. You better be prepared and protected for that. All right, so Android O, which the, the unreleased, unnamed yet next version of Android. If, if it's not Oreo, something is wrong with this world. Um, Nabisco? I mean, for goodness sakes, they got KitKat in there. If Nabisco yeah, was, was not pushing to pay for Oreo... That was with, with a, like, absolute license deal. And do, out of curiosity, do you think it really improved the sales of KitKat? No, but could they do, like, an... Oh God, I'm trying to think of any dessert that start with O. Are you desserts. Googling desserts starting with O? Getting with... Oh, wow. Man, Google is getting good at this. Because I typed desserts beginning, and it filled in with O. <laughs> Oatmeal cookie. No, I'm I'm swearing that... I'm, I'm putting it down here. Android O is going to be Android Oreo. That's just... I don't know, man. Yeah, none of these are, are good. Damn, it probably will be Oreo. Mm-hmm. I don't like... I don't want it to be Oreo. Shouldn't be Nabisco. Uh, Google Photos is getting some updates, which I do have to say that GIF of removing the fence from the picture, Mm -hmm. that's amazing. Granted, it's something, you know, Photoshop could have done for years now. Uh, Google uh, virtual reality headsets that won't require a phone or a PC. What does Uh, it connect to? it's It's all internal. So it's like a Chromebook VR headset? Pretty much, yeah. Built by uh, HTC and Lenovo. Okay. This is the, the Daydream 2.0? Yes. Uh, they're also coming out with a basically a slim version of Android called Android Go, which is... For use on what, like Raspberry Pis? Just any th- entry-level devices in like third-party countries. Okay. The OS is able to run on cheap smartphones with as little as 512 gigabytes of RAM or less. Wait, Andy, five, what? Reread that. 512 gigabytes. Oh, that should be a megabytes is what that should be. There's no way. <laughs> There's, I think well, 500, I'm, I'm sure it does run on things with 512 gigabytes <laughs> of RAM or less. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> All the RAM. All the RAM. 512 gigabytes of RAM. That's a lot of RAM. I don't think so. I I really don't think so. Like, something out there just tells me no. Right? Like, there's just no way. Yeah, no. Uh, they're doing some also AI stuff, so that should be interesting. Mm-hmm. Trying to see if there's any stuff on there that I haven't, uh, they don't talk about yet. Uh, AI chips, yeah. Smart reply in Gmail from AI. That's good. Because I, I totally, like, hate typing out email responses. Updates to the home, virtual reality. Yeah, no, it's pretty much same things again. It's a All lot right. of VR stuff. Man, Google's got a lot of fingers and a lot of pies. I don't... Where does that expression come from? A lot of fingers and a lot of pies? Yeah. Fingers in pies, sane. Having finger in too many pies... What are you doing with fingers in pies? I don't know. And this, okay, that's not helpful. Let's go to another link. Yes, I, I know what the meaning is, but why do we say it? <laughs> oh, the old saying presumably originated with kitchen visitors who couldn't resist testing the food by sticking a finger into it and licking said finger. Okay, but how does that carry into the meaning that we have today? Like, the meaning is you're, you're trying to do too many things, right? That's roughly what it is? Yeah. I don't know, man. English idioms are just bizarre sometimes. <laughs> yep. And also wrong. And just like, I don't get it. Like that. I had, a conversation, I had a conversation this week about the meaning of um, how many angels can dance on the head of a pin. 
And I realized as I was debating the meaning that the conversation itself was the meaning. <laughs> I feel like that should be a, a term that is very popular in nerd culture because it's something that nerds do all the goddamn time. You do know this meaning, right? Which one? How many angels? How many angels yeah, yeah, can dance on the head of a yeah. pin? Like my where favorite, it comes from? My favorite one is talking about somebody whose heads over heels. It's like um, everybody is heads head over, over heels. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess you are. Like you really are always just head over heels, aren't you? Like that's yeah. that's your normal state of being. How is that special? What does it mean to be head over heels? I know what it means. Don't worry. Yeah. Sniff, sniff. Yeah, like I said, I've got some nasal congestion. Yep. Uh, surprising news, the U.S. energy usage per household is actually going down. Well, that's good. Is that because we're building more efficient homes? Uh, according to them, one of the most major, um, the, the most, like, the biggest cause of the decrease is actually energy efficient lighting. Oh, we're getting rid of all the incandescent bulbs. Yep. Everyone's going to LED lights. Yep. Or CFL had their, their like three years yes and then disappeared but led lights man that is that is the future over 450 million leds have been installed to date in the united states up from less than half a million in 2009 neat very told yeah energy efficient lighting now accounts for 80 percent of all u.s lighting sales so cool hey question mr electrical engineer uh Putting batteries in series, you add their voltage, right? Yes. Okay. So if I don't want to increase the voltage, but just increase the like amount of, of stored Potential power. energy, yeah, is put, them, put in them in parallel. Okay. I was looking around my desk, and I have some electronics sitting out here, and I, I had to remember what the hell I'm doing. Um, because downstairs I, I did my LED lighting project, and unfortunately, those 12-volt garage door opener batteries, they just don't last very long. So I'm thinking about how I could do that. I could put a bunch of them in parallel. That would last longer. You gotta be careful, though, when you're connecting batteries in parallel, that they gotta be similar batteries. Like, well, don't they'd put... All, yeah, they'd all be the same 12-volt battery. Okay, yeah, just don't don't try and mix up your, like, your nickel hydride versus, like, your lithium-ion batteries. That stuff, that... No, 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 no. That no. would be bad. Yeah. No, these are all the same. They're all non-rechargeable. But yes, no, connecting batteries in series, doubles voltage, same capacity, connecting in parallel, same voltage, double capacity. Okay, good. You're looking at the same website I am, aren't you? I had to double check. It's been a, it's literally <laughs> been years since I've had to do anything electrical. <laughs> Sorry. Um, you can order food from Facebook. Yay. I don't care. Yeah, no, ordering food from Facebook. Okay, that means actually, you know, granted, you know, I do check out Facebook, but if I want yep. to order food, oh, I'll just you know what. It's been a few food. it's been a few weeks slash months. Do you still have that one Facebook monitoring extension installed? Yes, yes I do. We should probably do that like next week. Uh where's it at? Don't oh, look at it. Don't just leave it be. Leave it be. Don't go to it yet. I don't know how to go to it. Okay. Well good. We'll find out next week. What was it even called? I don't remember. Oh Something data about selfie. Privacy. Yeah, sure. Data selfie. <laughs> don't look at it. I want to look at it like Live. I want to see this data. Uh, net neutrality continues to get ripped apart. Yep, no surprise. They voted two to one down uh, Democrat-Republican lines to roll back the net neutrality rules. Yep. No, no, Andy. They don't want to get rid of net neutrality. They just want to re- release those like Obama-era regulatory powers and and give the power back to the companies who will totally treat it with respect and and do what's right by the consumers. Yes, and then they'll uh, you know put more lawsuits about any sort of competition against them. Right, right. Well, because if there's competition, they can't. They have to focus on the competition. They can't provide good good service. That's how competition works. Monopolies are are good for for the consumer. In every case. Um, just so you know, I think I've actually been to this thing at some point. Been because to this my, thing. The, the data selfie, because it looks like I reset it back on March 17th. Oh, all right. Well, we'll give it another month or so then. Are you looking at it? No. I was just looking, because I remember I did something with it many moons ago, and I just uh-huh. forgot about it. Uh-huh. Sure. There was a Star Trek Discovery trailer that came out. Ooh. Nobody cared. Looks did you see? Did you see the the um, 
the Star Trek thing that Bry sent us? No. What did he send us? I'll see if I can find it again. It was uh, someone had taken all of Star Trek, the, the motion picture, and they redid it with Daft Punk music. Ah. And they, they recut and re-edited the whole thing. Um, and it was, it, it's 22 minutes and it's incredible. It's called Star Trek Legacy. It's the entire Star Trek motion picture in 20 minutes. And it is amazing. Wait, are we talking like the new one or the old one? The old, like Star Trek, the motion picture. Oh. V'ger. But no, no, like seriously, like the first movie was crap, but this is the miracle of editing and and relaying a soundtrack and like watch it. I I never thought I'd tell someone to go and watch the original Star Trek motion picture. Watch this Star Trek legacy. It is amazing. All right. If if that had been the original movie, then like the Star Trek fan base would be very different. If you say so, I'm still just you, you got to trust me on this and just do it. All right. All right. Um, TI is losing its grip on the standardized testing industry. Pretty much. Yes. There is a uh, group called Des- Desmos, D-E-S-M-O-S, who uh, got um, by running the Smarter Balance Consortium, they can use the online calculator, online graphing calculator, rather than the TI-84 or whatever the... Yep, and it'll be in line. Yes. So, like, when, you, when you're taking your exam, because you're going to take your exam on the computer, because that's how a lot of exams are now, which is kind of silly, because I know a lot of schools that still do it on paper, uh, but when you're doing it on the computer and you get to a question that would require that calculator, the calculator will be there in line. Yes. And that's really cool because it means that you could put on uh, restrictions on what the calculator can do. Now, part of me says, like, that's actually a bad thing because you want people to be creative. And if they know some other way of solving it, then they should be able to solve it however they want. But if you want to test a specific thing, if you want to say, do you know how to do this? I don't know why you would. But if you wanted to, then you can do that with this. You can you can limit the calculator's functions to certain things. Yeah, it was uh, pretty funny in Algebra 2 in high school. I think it was with Mrs. Dodge, where I actually just rather than, you know, doing the, the actual math, I wrote programs <laughs> to mm-hmm. do the math for me. Yep. So then I uh, got the entire class banned from using TI, any TI calculators, and we had to use those classic blue and white and red ones, the little handheld oh. ones. Yeah, no, most of the class was not happy with me on that one. No, I programmed all of my notes into the calculator. Oh, yeah, no, that was the other fun one to do. I, I even like made programs that had menus and submenus, and oh, it was so good. Yeah, and the people, you know, instead of doing the actual note programs, it was like, oh, yeah, no, I have this app where I just, you know, at the end of the app just wrote all my notes yep. into the program. It's just like, oh, you got to be. My personal favorite was the, we're going to clear out your calculator's memory. I said, <laughs> okay, here you go. It's cleared out. And there, there were two ways around that. One was to write a program that printed the memory out, like whatever uh, memory cleared reset message was yes uh the other is if you archived the programs resetting the memory didn't clear those out nice so you could archive the programs and then do the reset and then unarchive the program and use it oh it was all the fun stuff back then yep uh i quick put a quick link of a new tow truck that's out there literally it's a 60 second video so if you want to watch it yeah i know a car can get towed away in under a minute now thing literally just literally reaches underneath the car picks it up puts it on the back of the truck and they drive away yep crazy no one has to get out of the car no chains nope no nothing just put some rods under the wheels pick them up drag the whole thing onto the bed and drive away yep how much do you think a a setup like that costs (sighs) i don't know that's a lot of heavy duty hydraulics yeah, but hydraulics aren't that expensive. No, no, they're not. I feel like the most expensive part of that thing, besides the truck itself, are the rods that go under the car. Probably. It's probably the, the actual motors and everything. But you could even just use the, the truck's motor. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, that's a thing. Well, now I'm just looking to see, you know, how much a tow truck is. How much a, a normal tow truck costs? Yeah. Probably more than this. No, but I was I just thinking, want- like, if I wanted to start 
you know, stealing cars, how expensive would this thing be to put together? Because it's really fast. Yes. Like you could get there and get the car and be gone in under a minute and a half. It's a bit crazy. You'd want some way to hide the car. So you'd need to put a box around the back. But the box would have to have a side that comes up. Maybe you could just use a flap instead of a hard shell. Andy, we need to move topics because I'm thinking way too hard about (laughs) activities that are absolutely illegal. (laughs) Um, Uber uh, has uh, for a while been, you know, getting complaints from the drivers saying that, you know, there's a big gap between the fare rider pays and what the driver receives Mm -hmm. and it's getting wider. Well, Uber finally explained it. It's charging some passengers more because it needs the extra cash. Uber needs the extra cash. Yes. Uber to, acknowledged to drivers to their executives? The, the, well, the discrepancy between their compensation and what riders pay. So they did acknowledge there was a discrepancy. The new fare system is called route-based pricing, and it charges customers based on what it predicts they're willing to pay. So they're trying to use predictive analytics to figure out what people are willing to pay for a ride. Yes. And then that's what they're going to charge. Yes. Uber calculates riders' propensity for paying a higher price for a particular route at a certain time of day. For instance, someone traveling from a wealthy neighborhood to another uh, Tony spot, I don't know what that is, might be asked to pay more than another person heading to a poorer part of town, even if demand, traffic, and distance are the same. The company says it pockets what's left over between what the uh, what it pays the driver and you know what the rider pairs and could parlay this mathematical framework into moving closer to profitability. Oh, profitability! Mm. Wait, Uber isn't profitable yet. I guess not. I, again, I feel like you're paying your CEO too much. <laughs> Is just, Uber just profitable? Uh, Uber leaked finances show the company might just might be able to turn a profit. Uh-huh. Uber has taken in $12 billion over 15 rounds of invent- investment. Wow. Meanwhile, Uber's CEO is currently worth $6.3 billion. Yeah. Uh, let's see if I can find this out. I want Travis Kalanick pay. Corporate culture, economic, Uber... Yeah, this article is from February 27th of this year, and they're basically saying uh, it's a lot of red ink, a lot of red ink. Clearly, Uber is still wildly unprofitable, but you can make an argument that the percentage scale of its losses is diminishing, diminish, diminishing over time. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So, yeah. No. Uber, not making money. And now. Making other people money. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else uh, we want to hit? Because if not, we should probably go to the randoms. Let's go to the randoms. All right, random review, Dave. You're up. I'm up. I'm reviewing an Android game that okay. has been very useful to me in in recent times. <laughs> Is this a companion app to Factorio? Uh, kinda. It's oh, it's an app I use. <laughs> I, was, I was joking. It's an app I use to to learn a few things while while practicing and designing in Factorio because again in Factorio you have all these like you have this network controller and you have the ability to go in and and make a circuit and send information across the circuit and when you want certain things to happen based on certain other things it's really helpful to know about logic gates you know and gates and or gates and yeah, nor gates and xor and, and all those nand other and stuff. Yeah. xnand and xnor and all these fantastic gates and so there's a game that a, a company put out and the game is called logic gates and it's a puzzle game it's it is just a little puzzle game where they they give you a setup and say, like, here's the input, here's the desired output, and here are some gates between them. Fill in the blank spots. So what gates have to go here? Is this a AND gate or an OR gate or a NOR gate? Oh, this is bringing back some of my... <laughs> this is bringing back Electronics 102. Yep, but you know what? It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I, I have been enjoying it immensely. So it's free. It's cute. There are ads. You can skip them sometimes. Uh, the the one downside with it is the difficulty curve is not <laughs> quite what what I would put as a, a approachable curve. When you think of a difficulty curve, you think of like, you know, a logarithmic curve or even an exponential curve. Like it just it gets harder and harder as it goes on. 
Yeah. Uh, this one is a piecewise curve, which is to say, like, it's roughly the same difficulty for a couple levels, and then it just jumps up. It doesn't build up to it, it just jumps up. It's like, okay, cool. You did a bunch of ones with, like, one logic gate. Here's one with five logic gates. <laughs> They're like, what? <laughs> Wait, how do I, where, what am I supposed, how do I start this? And then it gets even harder because then it's not just one bit logic, it's two bit logic, but it's evaluated bitwise. So like 10 and 11, which is to say one, one and one, uh, sorry, one, zero and one, one, right? Yeah. If you and those, the result is one, zero. Yes. Because you and the first bit, and then you and the second bit. Oh, I got... Oh, this... I was like, what the hell is that noise? My music... Ah! <laughs> For some odd reason, my music was on. Yep. Oh, geez, that's bringing back too many memories of class. So it, it gets hard fast. The I'm on level 18, and there's like four empty spots. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight sources, and there's already four gates listed there. And it's like, all right, take all eight of these and come up with this answer. Whew. Yeah, it's it's way harder. I want to know what it gets to later on. Will it even let me... Can I look at level 30? Nope. There's only 30 levels, but I'm at level 18, and it's already hard. So that is my my review of Logic Gates, this cute little game. It's very friendly. It's a great way to get into the idea. Uh, the first couple levels, pretty simple, but man, it just gets hard fast. Yeah, I'm not going to argue that one at all. So... All right, so Logic Gate, and now it's on my phone, so I'll take a look at it. Yep, let me know what you think. Let me know if you get past level 18. I'll try. All right. So, now we move to the random topic. Yes. What scent will you use when you market the RA Podcast perfume? So if we had to boil this podcast down to a scent. Pun intended? Because that's how you make sense, right? Like yeah, you, you render the You boil it down. What would the scent be? Verner's? Yeah, I could see some Verners. Kind of a, a well, I mean, Verners doesn't have a great scent, right? It's kind of this this sweet and and almost like sour. I love the taste of Verners. The scent, maybe not. Um, Ooh. Uh, Part of me wants to go make Verners ice cream right now. I, I would say, I don't know. What What about something with like a pine or like a cape? Cape suggested campfire. Campfire. I'll take campfire. Oh, oh. Uh, grill, like charcoal grill. <laughs> You're gonna put this perfume on, and then dogs everywhere are gonna start coming <laughs> up to you. Yep. Couldn't there be like some sort of like scent that changes? You know, like they have like the the colors that change due to temperature. You want a perfume that, as you get hotter, releases a different scent. Yes, it could be the random scent. You don't know exactly how it's going to smell. I okay, that's an interesting direction to take it. I was thinking of marketing that product more for like intimate settings. Mm. Yes, that also could work. I, I, I don't know. Right, like, how can you get a random... The, the whole purpose of this podcast was to be, like, randomness. Yeah. Um. So, scent, 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 scent. I like the charcoal grill idea a lot. Sandy and I are both big proponents of, of charcoal. I actually haven't used charcoal ever. Ever? Ever. I'm a big proponent of charcoal. <laughs> Andy just grills incorrectly. I that could actually Andy make... I need to get my propane tank refilled. Yeah, it's like, hey, propane, you know, I could have food up and running in under 10 minutes. Correct, but mine tastes better. I feel like a hot dog is a hot dog is a hot dog. Oh, Andy, 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 my friend, come live in Wisconsin for a while. A hot dog is a hot dog is a hot dog, but that is not a brat. No, no, I'm not saying that. Brats are different than hot dogs. Oh, no, no, like the, the, like, all beef kosher hot dog whatever yeah i'll just throw that on the propane grill that's fine i don't care you're about to smother that thing with ketchup and mustard and relish and bun anyway yeah who cares what it tastes like but like a steak or a flank steak like a good piece of meat but then you sous vide your steak anyway yes so um trying to think if there's any sort of like electronic smells that we could add to it the only electronic smell i can think of is burnt electronics and you really don't want that smell no no I was that's gonna a say bad solder. smell that no, smell of that's, solder. That's also a bad smell. You're not supposed to be inhaling the solder. No, yeah, that's 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 and that's highly carcinogenic. <laughs> well, you know what smell I have right now that is what? driving me nuts? It's fresh Rice Krispie treats. They're waiting for me downstairs. So let's call this so All I right. can go get one. 
Well, Dave's saying that that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.